Hello. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the, the tiny room. I'm the Michael of Michael and Legends podcast. And, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Look, I'm going to start that again. That was amazing. <laughs> it was so aggressive. I don't think I've ever got that many text messages. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the tiny room. I am the Michael of Michael and Benjamin's podcast, and I am joined by the man who has been called the spicy, deep-filled burrito of Irish podcasting. It's Benjamin. Say hello, Benjamin. We only use mild salsa in this Benjamin. Um, oh, it's mild, not spicy. Oh, sorry. I'm only spicy when I'm hammered. <laughs> um, ben, just a little, uh, a little notice. Neither of us. Oh, I don't know what you've done, but I haven't had breakfast today. I've not had breakfast either. So I don't think the listeners should be surprised if things keep referencing back to food. Yeah, I've also had one coffee, which means <laughs> I am have I have caffeine and an empty stomach. And traditionally in Ben world, that means that we're in for quite a ramble. Yeah, oh, brilliant. So it's going to be theme music. It's going to be a rough one. <gasps> theme music for the podcast. We don't actually have anything. But I hope someone will make some up for us I don't want to name any names Rachel, I hope it's Very good. Benjamin. It's going to make a very dirty joke there. But anyway, go no, on. No, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Benjamin, <laughs> we're in what we discussed last year. Is it a bit echoey in here today? It's, it's a touch echoey. What's going on? Um, You've rearranged the action figures again. No, I haven't. Anyway, Ben, it's we are in what we, what we experienced last year in the lead up to Infinity's War. We called it the April Lull. Yes. We're in the vacuum created by a big Marvel movie coming. Yes, we are the Mad Maxes to the... Waterless plains of Australia. <laughs> George Miller is directing the podcast. It's not that barren though, because Shazam is out next week. No, we're grand. We'll be we'll be fine. And Captain Marvel was out two weeks ago. And Captain Marvel was out two weeks ago. Basically, there's nothing out this week. Yeah, there's there's not. But Ben, there was a trailer. There was. You talk about it. <gasps> <laughs> so, Michael, if I was to tell you about a group of ragtag kids, yeah, that get together, the film it. To take on a threat, exactly. And then suddenly that threat starts to manifest into their worst fears, Michael. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, a film. you've described the film I've It. I've described the film It. I've also described what is apparently the new trailer for Guillermo del Toro's new movie, which is Scary Stories We Tell in the Dark, where... No, uh, you've got that wrong, Ben. You practiced it three or four times before we started. Yeah, I, I got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you got scary, it wrong anyway. scary Stories to Tell in the Dark <laughs> by Guillermo del Toro. It's going to be his new movie. It's a, it's a co-directed is piece. It, is it? Oh, co-directed. Co-directed piece. It's a, it's a team... Uh, Guillermo and some other lad whose name I can't remember mm-hmm. um, and what it is is it's a, it's a group of children who find an old book right um, and it turns out that this uh, this horror movie is based on a famous book called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark right and in this the author and her book are a demented woman who wrote a series of evil stories classic um, classic trope Ben and when a story is read Michael mm-hmm. that manifests itself and attaches itself to the reader Oh, like um, uh, the Necronomicon. A little bit like the Necronomicon. Or, messing with forces one doesn't understand. Michael. Or that great Lovecraftian film with Sam Neill, who's, which name I can't remember of the film. In in space? No, in in, in New England. Oh. The one which is very thinly based on Stephen King. 
Oh. Mountains of Madness? Mouth oh, of Madness? The, yeah, From, the Mouth of Madness. Yeah, that's it. Because it was a knockoff of, yeah, of HP. Yeah. Good old HP. Good old-fashioned, autistic, woman-abusing HP. I don't think he abused women. I think he was too afraid of them. I think he occasionally. Like, he abused female characters, for sure. Did, oh, he, did. did he Did he abuse an actual real-life woman? No, or was no. he too afraid of I them? said I meant woman abusing in the sense of... Oh, just characters. Of poor old women in the, in the narrative. Ah, yeah, that, that's fine, though, Ben. I've seen your fan fiction. Steady on there now. <laughs> that fan fiction isn't ready yet. And when it is, it'll be released on the online store. Michael and Benjamin fanfic. <laughs> Mainly Benjamin, because Michael doesn't want to be associated with it. No. Just joking. Don't look up that, that no, store. We don't, don't have please one. Don't. Please um, don't. Ben, also. does it appear to be a good film? Let me get you back on track. Uh, well, it's got it's it's got all the classic Guillermo tropes. There's yeah. a, a plucky young young female lead. Oh, um, of of possibly Latino origin. Oh, it's very important good, yeah. to have a little yeah. bit of representation in there. You say that sounding like you disagree with it. No, 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 I don't. I actually don't in this particular case. Um, there's no fishmen, sadly. Oh no. However, there's a good deal of prosthetic. Horror, as right. opposed to your classic CGI. I think uh, GDT got the old fucking a fish man out of his system. Yeah, we've it we, built up during Hellboy one and two. Yeah, and he wanted he, he wanted to see a fish man riding. Yeah. You mean Abe Sapien the sex tape? Yeah, yeah, basically classic, classic, classic bit of Abe Sapien sticking it to a young one. Um, but yeah, um, the new one is it? You know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say it's going to change the world. Abe <laughs> <laughs> Sapien sticking it to a young one. Sticking the it to a young one, The worst thing I've ever heard. Sticking it to a young one. Sorry, go on. I'm just going <laughs> to deal with that emotionally. Um, yeah, look, it's not going to change the world, Michael. It doesn't fill me with joy. I don't like his major horror stuff. Right. I'm I'm not a huge Guillermo del Toro fan, <gasps> as you know. Yeah. As you know, I think the the he overdoes the makeup. I don't think makeup looks that real. I think he's one of these people who lauds it beyond belief. I think decent CGI trumps it. <gasps> oh, you heathen! Now decent CGI. Oh, that's, that's an important heathen. But we have a little bit of hybrid. And there's an elk ghost there that looks like she's she's CGI. And I'd say it's probably the Crimson Peaks technique of having someone in a suit and then rendering it in different ways. I have been watching some of the Marvel movies in high definition 4K. Rough. I mean, even Infinity War. Um, there's a scene where they're in a space. Mm-hmm. And it's the scene actually where the Guardians first meet the Avengers. And Tony Stark's head is just so fake. They still haven't mastered that putting Robert Downey Jr.'s head on a on an Iron Man body. It should be a lot easier than putting an Iron Man suit on a <laughs> on a real person. <laughs> on a Robert Downey yeah. Jr. <laughs> it's bizarre. Anyway, uh, Benjamin, four K is nobody's friend, Michael. Speaking of yeah, speaking of the <laughs> Avengers, Ben, have you seen the? I know this isn't really your cup of tea, but have you seen the box office projections for Avengers? I think you know what happened, Benjamin. They're projecting an eight hundred and fifty million dollar. Opening weekend. Christ on a bike, Michael. <laughs> Christ on a bike. Eight hundred and fifty million. Even me million. and my plebeian lack of grasp on the uh, box office statistics knows that that's not that's nothing to sniff at. <laughs> An eight hundred and fifty million dollar movie is a huge movie. Yeah. In its lifetime. Yeah. So this is predict- predicting eight hundred and fifty million dollars opening weekend. I think you could arguably say this is the cinematic event of the last decade. Uh, the the question really is: Is it going to catch Avatar? Is it going to be- break through brilliant? So. Avatar is so shite. But Ben, Ava- Avatar was a social phenomena. 
phenomena. Do, 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 do. Um, that's what it was. It was the the breakthrough of 3D, and it was Jimmy C. Everyone loves Jimmy C. Jimmy, why though? Jimmy C. Seems like a bit of a twat. Yeah, but he loves the underwater and the environments and all that stuff. But again, Michael, Jimmy C. Seems like a bit of a twat. I don't think people go to see films based on what their personal opinion of the director is. Well, that's clear. Johnny Depp still has a career. Oh, but, you know, Ben, hold on a second, Ben. That's actually been, yeah, that's I was the one the, who told you that. Been yeah, it's been largely, uh, largely debunked. That. Mm. So, um, so it turns out that Amber Heard might have been Amber the Amber Heard egg. might have been the L abuser. Um, she, there's video evidence of her mm. physically and verbally abusing him, um, which is quite well, interesting. There is, there's also video evidence of you verbally abusing him. That doesn't prove a lot. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But, um... We've reconciled um, in between there and then, and he's forgiven me. He still flinches a little bit if I move too quickly. But um, <laughs> Ben, that's, that's to be expected. Yeah, yeah. So three billion is the target for this. Apparently, three hours and two minutes long. It has discouraged us from going to see the midnight showing. We have. We've made a plan. Yeah. We've, we've just been like, nope. No midnight showing for me. We'll, nah. talk, we'll talk about that later. Actually, I have a thing. It's it's very disappointing. Oh, okay. Um, Benjamin, you all right? Oh yeah, no, it's fine. You sure? Just, yeah. It's, it's Do you want to talk about it off air? Look, Ben, I might not be able to go see it on the opening morning. I might have to oh, wait till the the opening evening. Oh no, bitch! I know it's weird. Wait, but, but we had a plan, Michael. I know. <laughs> well, Ben, plans change with. Well, there goes contact. my whole diary schedule. Thank you very much. <laughs> Stop guilting me. <laughs> Stop guilting me, <laughs> Benjamin. <laughs> I've been reading some comic books, as we are wont to do around here. We do like an old comic, Michael. Um, you know what's quite good? What? Remember last year, this time last year, I think it was, Marvel did a a new kind of limited series, but they released them weekly. It was called Avengers No Surrender. Yes. And it wasn't the greatest thing ever written. Not going to rock your world. No, but it was nice to have a weekly 22-issue comic with a kind of developing story. Yeah, why not? And it was all very self-contained, and it was it was, it was quite nice. Yeah, why And not? this year's one is called No Road Home. No Road Home, Michael. And it's also quite good. I thought that's what the <coughs> Avengers movie was going to be called when it came out at the end of April. Yeah, that would have been, been a decent... Uh, yeah, that would have been a decent... Well, they couldn't have called it Not Us. Bloody Jordan Peele got there first with a yeah. positive affirmation. People um, love that movie. People love it more than we did. Yeah. Um, that thing's bloody rocketed. We were wrong. <laughs> I don't think we were wrong. I don't think we were wrong. But, but again, I think you can't ignore the cultural weight of things like this. Hmm. Um. Yeah, Jordan Peele is just a very popular director. He's just he just does things right, um, and more importantly, I think he gets representation of black culture right. Um, well, Ben, as we said, we did enjoy it. We did, it but just, it didn't it didn't rock our socks off no. in the same way that Get I've Out still, did. Still got my socks on. Well, I've I've yeah. firmly got them on. They yeah. were on leaving the cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a moment where they, you know, threatened to leave, but that they was more out of fear. Off. Yeah, that was that was a fear sock popping, not a not a joy sock popping. Um, and uh, yeah, we look. I, I think Jordan Peele has a lot of weight as a director. I think he. he uh, no, I think he's working out. He's cutting back on the carbs. <laughs> he represents black culture very well in a way that probably hasn't quite been. Um, done before especially in horror movies it's probably nice as an African American to go to a film and not see a black person die first um, that's probably quite enjoyable as is the classic trope um, so I mean you know that's I'm trying cool. to think who died first in that is it the guy who comes out to check on his car the guy who comes out to check on his car decidedly white not black what, what a poor um, man. Benjamin yeah. anyway no road home quite good Um it it's, has a it, it has a bizarre character in it that I did not expect. Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. 
It has both Conan the Barbarian and Hercules. Where did that come from? Uh, Conan, Marvel has regained the rights to Conan, and now they're they've released two Conan comics, a Bilquis comic, and his girlfriend. And um, thanks. They've they've smudged him into the Avengers as well. I often mix up Conan and John Carter of Mars and Deja Thoris as yeah. uh, John Carter's lady friend. Who played Deja Thoris in the John Carter movie? Was it? Uh, Emma Atherton? I want to say it was Olivia Wilde, but I don't think it was. No, I don't think it was. Hang on, you you spin your wheels there. What am I spinning my wheels about? Yes, Ben. uh, No Road Home. Home. It's doing for Greek mythology what years and years and years of Marvel Comics have done for uh, Norse mythology. So are we going to see Joe Mangliano directed by Taika Waititi? Well, Ben... You've segued us nicely into our next section. You're welcome. Um, because, as you know, uh, Avengers Inf- Infinity and the end of Infinities is kind of a sandwich. It's sandwiching the end of uh, Iron Man 1 and Avengers Endgame. They sandwich the Marvel Cinematic Universe into what they're calling the Infinity Saga. Okay. And then after that, there's going to be a new saga. And are you still, still on that? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still taking a look. Uh, tra- no, that's a straight to DVD. Lynn Collins. No. Who we never heard no, that's from wrong. again. That's definitely wrong. No, it's Lynn Collins. No, it isn't. It, it, it is. You're definitely wrong, Lynn. I'm not wrong. Look at the top paragraph. I'll have less of that now. I'm not wrong. What what top part? Oh, yeah, John Carter. Yeah, and there she is, reflected in other media under, not under publication history. Well, this, welcome to our podcast. Ben reads the Wikipedia out loud. But you disagreed with me. <laughs> in the Disney film John Carter, released yeah. on March 9, 2012, she's played by Lynn Collins, oh. who also played Moonstar in bloody Wolverine Origins. Yeah, no good. No good. Real Real bad egg, that film. Yeah. But um, yeah, I enjoy now Conan. Oh, we're not talking about Conan anymore. Oh, we're not, you just no, didn't we listen on. to me. Sorry. I was yeah, we're talking about researching how your mistakes. Marvel Zing. <laughs> Phase 4 is going to introduce the Eternals. It's very close to the Inhumans for me. It is, isn't it? I'm, I'm uncomfortable with the idea. It's very risky. It's very, very risky. risky. And there's all sorts of rumours flying around about the Eternals. Well, there's a um, big name that's already hitched its wagon. Uh, Angelina Jolie. And Angelina Jolie. And Angelina Jolie may well be playing Cersei. Who is an Eternal of some... I'm not up to date on, on the Eternals. I don't... They're they're a bit like the Inhumans. Neil Gaiman was the man responsible for bringing them back to the Marvel Comics community. Well... No, he gave them an L reboot. The Eternals, Ben, when I started reading, reading Avengers, it was the 90s. And the Eternals were still kind of sniffing around then. Having a look. Um, in particular, Cersei. She was there. She's an energy manipulator. I don't think they can call her Cersei because there's such a famous Cersei in pop culture now. Who's Cersei from Game of Thrones? Oh yeah, and she's also yeah. in, in a similar vein of a oh, kind no. of a schemy, manipulating lady wagon. Chanel <laughs> <laughs> wagon, brilliant. Um, but they've also, um, you see, the Eternals are a weird one in Marvel comics because they were kind of written as the inspiration for the Greek gods, but at the same time oh. in Marvel comics, the Greek gods exist. <laughs> That's rough. That's, 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 a, that's a, it's a bit competitive fucking origin yeah. story. It's a bit is. self-contradicting. <laughs> like one of the main, uh, one of the main Eternals is Icarus. What? Yeah. And, what? Yeah. And Gilgamesh is an Eternal. Oh, lads. And Hercules isn't an Eternal. He's a Greek god. 
Alad. But Hercules and Gilgamesh are often considered the same person. That's why, Ben, if you remember when we wrote our little uh, Hercules MCU film about a year and a half Way ago. Way back in the day, if you go back and check it out there. It's very echoey. We had, Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, we had Hercules and Gilgamesh. Yeah, we put him in there. Because he was in that great little mini-series that you put me onto. Yeah, yeah, where, Hercules, very, very where Hercules was kind of a norm. Yeah, and he, and got he guns was and stuff. he was out, he was sticking out guns in his backs and taking out the monsters. Yeah, but now Ben, mm. it looks like Hercules is going to be the main character of the Eternals movie. He's mm. going to be in Eternals rather than the Greek gods. I don't think it'll be John Manganiello. They they proposed someone. I can't remember who it was though. It was a good call though. Was Maybe it? a bit small. A bit small. Yeah. Are you going to play Hercules in an Eternals movie? I don't think I would look the part, to be honest. Ah, we can give you an old Sure, look, if he's an Eternal, we can change it as much as you want. Gingy B. Hey, wait a minute, why are you calling me a bit small? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it's a weird one. There's loads of rumours spinning around the place, but look, that's... Yeah, Angelina Jolie was a big name to get into. She, she hasn't worked yeah. in a while. <laughs> a, gay, a gay lead is what they're saying, so they might be making Hercules gay rather than a bisexualist. A lot of wrestling. A lot did. of wrestling. Hey, what's wrong with wrestling? A lot wrestling? of wrestling with lads. Nothing wrong with that. Well, you see, you could play him in a movie. You see? <laughs> ben, have you read any comics yet? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. I took a look at... Uh, well, I, I I dipped my toe in... When I read Conan on your, your weekly comics review on a Wednesday on our mm-hmm. Instagram, go check out our Instagram and give yeah, us now a follow there, um, where you can see Mix good, Weekly. Good plug, Ben. Good <laughs> Roundup. Plug. At Michael and Benjamin's podcast. I went to try and find the Avengers comic that you were referencing, not realising, Mickle, that yeah. it was a sub-series and now No Road Home. I didn't realise it had its, it had its own specific title, so I, I picked up the regular Avengers um, with vampires. Yeah, lots of vampires. Very, very convoluted stuff. Um, well, I've been following it from the beginning, so I didn't find it too convoluted. Dra- Dracula seems to be such a big character again for the Marvel Universe. They're big silver-haired Dracula, yeah. which is basically a rip-off of Castlevania Dracula. He's very similar to Castlevania Dracula. Yeah. He's closer to Castlevania Alucard. I, I always get mixed up between okay. Alucard's the son of Dracula in yeah. Castlevania it's Dracula lore. backwards yeah did you watch the Netflix anime on that? I did yeah I watched I the didn't first one like I didn't. the style of it yeah it's a bit bit morose yeah bit, bit grim mm. um any kind of real charm yeah but look listen we aren't talking about that we're talking about comics so yeah there were some vampires in that Blade was going around chopping some heads off yeah um, there was a Nazi looking vampire yeah the enjoyed. sexy lady I enjoyed that it was a sexy lady vampire that's her much. no she's oh oh, you're talking about the colonel yeah yeah I'm talking about the colonel the colonel I thought was interesting that he had cultivated a, an offshoot of swamp thing yeah that was bizarre <laughs> and he wore it as a battle yeah because because Boy thing is what he called it yeah because which I thought was weird because it's swamp thing because he's a plant elemental yeah, yeah, yeah. and he can produce wooden stakes so he was his ammo feeder for his stake oh, gatling God, gun I think that's pretty clever yeah it's, I thought that was pretty funny it's pretty clever but then Blade gets him Blade spoilers obviously well and Ben he turned out to be Dracula's son in a, in a, in a yeah, great twist I mean, that, that's, that's a classic old twist isn't it you are my son all along and there yeah but there is a sexy female there's a leather clad female sexy evil henchwoman which I, as you know Ben I'm into you, it's your whole thing this one's a Nazi not so much into that not so much into that that, that hasn't traditionally been your thing but she doesn't die um, no they, they go off to Chernobyl <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoy the Red Guard I, I quite enjoy the weird there's a Russian surfeit. counterpart. Yeah, there's a surfeit of superhero teams in that series. There yeah, was, really? There was the What's vampire superfit, uh, uh, like uh, a big load of them. A surplus with a little extra? Yeah. Okay. There's the Avengers, obviously. Okay. There are the, the Winter Guard. 
Is it the Winter Guard? Or the, yeah, yeah, it Winter could Guard. be the Winter Guard, sorry. There's the Winter Guard, including the mysterious Red Widow. Who will it turn out to be? Who will it be? I don't know. Probably a clone of Natasha Romanoff. Something like that. Yeah, classic clone. Um, who will it be? I don't know. Spider-Man's um, clone from the clones. <laughs> ben Riley. <laughs> ben Riley. Uh, um, there is the... What are they called? The Defenders of the Deep? The Defenders of the Deep, who again are very enjoyable. I like ridiculous super teams, though. Yeah, Namor's superheroes. And then there's the vampire team. Team, yeah, there's a lot of teams. Yeah, loads of teams all running around fighting each other. I enjoy the bear most. Yeah, he's Um, good. He's he's quite enjoyably alcoholic and just a dick. He wants to eat a Dracula. (laughs) Yeah, wants to eat an old Dracula. But yeah. It's it's pretty good then. Yeah, um, it was good. I, I I enjoyed it. Very very convoluted, but obviously I haven't been following it from the start, so that's why that was convoluted. And, and Blade's me. gonna stick around. Yeah, he's gonna be. Are we getting another Wesley Snipes movie? Come on! I hope not. Friend of the podcast, Paul Z Cosplay can uh, Paulie's Cosplay can play him. Can play him. <laughs> did a damn good job of uh, what's his name? Deadshot. No, he did a great job of Deadshot, but uh, Phoenix. Simon Phoenix. Simon Phoenix, thank you. Um, the other comic that I read this week, Michael, yes, in a Andrew. seamless segue that definitely wasn't abrupt, uh, is Little Bird. Little Bird is a new Image comic. It's now dystopia, Michael. We love a dystopia. Ben, do you read Image comics because the intern from Image comics follows us yeah, on Instagram? He gives us an L shout out, yeah. <laughs> Oh, look, it's a hard job. Interns don't get paid much in the States. No, they don't get paid at all, then. That's what internships are. Yeah. Slave labor for yeah. advertising. Yeah. Um, so that sucks. But, uh, yeah, if, if you're listening. Intern comics. How are you doing? <laughs> um, give us your name at some point. We can probably report it to a human rights watch or something yeah. like that. Um, I just enjoy image comics in general. I think they do more interesting stuff. The art is always um, a little bit more out there and they give it a better go it's I, just I, really your cup of soup it's my cup of soup Michael it's my cup of soup that isn't a butchered idiom at all uh, Little Bird is very good it's a dystopian society um, there's a theocracy they're the baddies of course they are Yeah. Um, of course they are religion is bad boo um, If unless the Pope is listening in which case if you were the Vatican want to sponsor or the us, Pope's intern or the Pope's intern <laughs> if you were the Vatican want to sponsor us actually stay away from it you're, you're a bit mired in controversy lately we'd rather not have anything to do with that yeah. Um, but there's a theocracy led by an L kind of Westboro Baptist Church lunatic Racist kind of good, yeah. character. Yeah, classic. You know, um, there's also a, a freedom force led led by a powerful woman. The daughter of this powerful woman is called Little Bird. She's oh. now a ninja type character, um, and she has to free someone at the beginning of this this comic series. It's a five series mini. Our five issue mini series. There we go, nailed it. Um, and it's it looks very good, Michael. Very very clean. A bit out there, a bit wacky, but that's what we like. Is there's it finished, big, Ben? There's a big lumberjack hero. No, this is issue one. So okay, if you would I'll like wait. to, no, if you wait. would like to read along with us, no listeners, oh listeners, listeners Michael. Um, yeah, let us know what you thought of, of Little Bird number one. If you're a big comic book fan, I cool, enjoyed it a cool, lot. Cool, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Very bloody, very gory, very uh, very ultra violent, Ben. Speaking of uh, powerful women, today is Mother's Day. It is. Let's completely unexpectedly, and I haven't even written anything yeah, no. down. Let's uh, let's treat our listeners with us spinning our wheels and coming up with the top ten mothers in pop culture. Sure, quick Martha, go, Martha Wayne. Martha Wayne. I disagree. Probably the most significant one in terms of the fact that she's not around much. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Uh, Martha Kent. Martha Kent. Martha. I don't. Think Where did you say her name? Did you read the rumor recently that? 
Zack Snyder's original script had Martha Kent and Martha Kent, Wayne being Be the, the same, same woman. Yeah, what a, a son of a bitch. Tool bag. <laughs> he's such a tool bag. I don't like either of those mothers, Ben, because they're not real characters. Yeah, they're they're not just real characters. mothers. They're they're straw 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 mothers or, yeah. or cardboard mothers or yeah. whichever you prefer. Uh, Joyce Summers from Buffy was a good one. Joyce Summers. Oh, that was the the curly haired one. Yeah, from the Buffy stuff. But then she got fridged. Yeah, she got fridged hard. We're really struggling here to come up with um, good mothers. Jessica from Jones. Beat alcoholism oh, to become a decent mother to yeah. her daughter. And yeah, that's actually a good one. An interracial for, relationship, that's 10 points on a board somewhere. Uh, not in good mothering, but no, I see but, what you're you saying. Know, somewhere. That is a good one, Ben. Yeah, good shit. Um, um, uh, what's Alana from Saga is probably one of the best ones. Oh, that is a great example. But she goes through a bad patch. I would also argue that the grandmother in Saga is probably a great example of mm. motherhood, adapting motherhood, changing yeah. generational styles, Very overcoming culture in favour of love of family. Very good point, Ben. Oh, it's almost like yeah. I wrote this. I fucking love you tropes, didn't Michael. Our wheels. I love tropes. Uh, um, the alien queen oh great mother yeah. great mother great example <laughs> um, after Ripley kids. is probably a good example of a terrible mother in pop culture because she just goes and gets another kid when hers when hers passes away on an earthy on the way although if you follow the kind of uh, secondary canon of alien i don't her daughter goes to try and find her oh god her, that's her, sad. yeah and then yeah she that's very sad um, another one for for bad egg mother is probably the mother from lock and key who doesn't listen to her children until it's too late yeah but she has she had a very traumatic experience and she's mired in alcoholism and she comes good at the end and saves the day i sure could give it to her she uh, i mean let's say more so than martha martha kent or martha wayne she is a character yeah she exists she exists she has <laughs> she, an arc she has a bit of an arc <laughs> she's yeah. not just a cardboard mother enough. which That's is a good term that you've coined i think um now we have to come up with two more ben before we can move on my, uh, something else. mother from invincible puts up with a lot of shit oh yeah um, <laughs> that is a good one she's essentially love of her life becomes the villain of the planet <laughs> yeah but then he turns out alright but yeah that's such a rigmarole for him like she does really. that's an up and down what about Aunt May Aunt May classic mother figure yeah Marissa Tomei would um, <laughs> anything else there but Any she she I think it was a bit of a cardboard mother but she she was going to be a sexy spy lady in the in the Sony was she? yeah they were going to do a prequel where she was a sexy spy oh, thank god they didn't do that thank yeah. god they are making an Alfred prequel series yeah no I'm not that's, that's going to be a, that's going to be a bag of Mickeys um, who else and not is... the good kind that's no. uh, <laughs> the bag what? of bad Mickeys it's Bicky um, who else is a good ones? mother Ben uh, Captain Marvel was her own mother Gaia mother of the of our planet uh, I, she's know, a she's good good shout yeah um, uh, terrible mother Hera from Hercules yeah. She's very abusive. Yeah. Um, Brainwashed. Any, anybody else there? Any good mothers? Any other good mothers? Can't think of any good mothers. Listeners, if you think of any good mothers in pop culture, do do let us know. We who's the best be... mother, Ben, in pop culture? The That's what we want to know. In pop... Yeah, who's the best mother in pop culture? Looking around the tiny rims, a lot of male dominated stuff. Is the patriarchy real? No, I don't think so. But oh, look, right, okay. it's a whole other topic. Whole but other topic. there are a lot of mothers in things who exist to be a mother figure and then die. Yeah, they get fridged a lot. Thor's we, mother we, we in Thor a lot the Dark World. We shred a lot of cardboard mothers. Lads. Cardboard, um, I like that term, Ben. Cardboard yeah, mothers. Cardboard mothers. They're just cut out to people. They're yeah, not they're real just people. Cut out to people. They're not. They don't really have a lot going on. Anyway, Ben. Um, I think you probably have an easier time finding bad mothers in pop culture who let their children do incredibly dangerous things. Yeah, or like things where the mother is the vi- in the series Hack Slash. Her mother is the is the villain that inspires her to become a, a monster hunter. A monster. Yes. Yeah, uh, in Supernatural, their mother turns out to be a monster hunter. Yeah, I mean, but that's the convoluted world yeah, of Supernatural, which is yeah. going to end in season 15. Good. 
It's it's all over, lads. I over. wish they would time travel back and end at season five. She was fridged pretty hard too. She she was she was hell fridged. Yeah, but came back, didn't she? she or did. yeah, didn't she's back she now. back or she's, she's not back, back or she But it's isn't. an alternate version of her. It's a quantum realm version of her. I, what I love about Supernatural is <laughs> as it, as it went along yeah. and realized that it just slowly closed off every avenue it had it was like well what's the next kind of pop culture thing we do quantum realms <laughs> other dimensions with the same characters and Did slight they do that? changes oh yeah that's the whole thing oh, okay. that's how their mother is back in the thing she's um she's a version of their mother from an alternate reality who sticks around because her son's died in oh, classic that is a there's, classic there's one um there's one uh, reality where the lads died and they don't stop the apocalypse so the apocalypse happened in one version of reality and the mother is still alive in that one I can't think of any other interesting mothers Ben um, that's my mother she's real good eh? <laughs> <laughs> we have a tangential grip on I'm sure your mother's a lovely woman as well yeah, should I she doesn't listen to this my mother says she doesn't listen to this but I reckon she does because occasionally she looks at me with sheer disappointment so Benjamin speaking of looking at things with sheer disappointment you've been browsing the website entertainment.ie yeah fucking hell so um, for anyone who isn't Irish most people no about half the people about half the people the Irish media is a little bit slow (laughs) Um, they don't always Get the stuff. The, the two main culprits that, that I am not a fan of. You should of. watch their, you should watch Ortiz morning show video oh, from Dublin Comic Con. It's hilarious. Is that Actually, no, you shouldn't watch it. Don't give them the views. Yeah, go watch ours. Um, Generally speaking. Yeah, yeah. I've broken your brain. They didn't compute. Generally speaking, the two that most kind of garner my wrath over time are entertainment.ie yeah. and joe.ie because mm-hmm. they love to make an announcement of stuff that's very obvious to anybody else mm. for example one i remember from joe.ie is it turns out that deadshot from suicide squad is white in the comics and this was like about two days before ah. suicide squad came out and the rest of the world kind of went that's it lads well well done well done well, well done good good lads it, obviously someone realized that there was a movie deadline for a superhero thing those are popular get the intern to check it out there quickly <laughs> and then oh my god that's crazy used to be white but um, look that it's very easy for us existing as we do in our niche bubble yeah, to scoff at these things but you know there's probably things that we see that we look at an article and go, oh, that is interesting. And then people in that niche are like, yeah, shut up. Not on entertainment.ie or joe.ie, though. Yeah. Um, but the one that, that made me giggle today as I was researching for our topic of the day, Michael, mm-hmm. is it turns out that Shazam, the new movie from DC, mm-hmm. was originally called Captain Marvel. The movie. The Yeah. No, the the character itself. And I was like, oh, well done, lads. Um, that's a that's a fairly well known fact in the nerd community, but I suppose you're right, Michael. As an elitist nerd snob, I probably wouldn't have considered the thoughts of the normal folks. A lot of people probably don't know that. A lot ben. of people probably don't know that, but I quite enjoyed scoffing at my uh, entertainment daddy. So Ben, that has led us down the path, which has resulted really finally in me asking you, what even is Captain Marvel already? Well, it depends on which one you're talking about, Michael. Well, let's do chronologically. Okay, chronologically speaking, then Captain Marvel is Billy Batson, mm-hmm. Billy B. I love, Billy I B. love how Digimon Honsu says his name, <laughs> Billy Batson. Batson. <laughs> I love how Digimon Honsu says anything. Yeah, he's very Digimon good. Honsu is in both Captain Marvel movies. He is, yeah. and he 
he is part of probably the only genuinely kind of funny bit of dialogue in the Marvel Captain Marvel movie. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Where he is. That's quite strange because you're objectively attractive. Oh thank yes, you. thank you. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, very you're good. objectively attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, I often hear you say that to me, Michael, and I do appreciate it. Thank you. I like much. you've had a haircut today, Ben. Yeah, I think I'm, you're I'm looking sharp. Making an effort. Shirt. Michael trims his beard every time yeah. we do a podcast. You were you were starting to veer into looking a bit like a tennis ball. I did so. look like a tennis ball. Yeah, like a like a mousy haired. You tennis never ball. you never want to go mono length on a short haircut. No, that's not a good idea. You mm-hmm. gotta you gotta zip it all down. Look like a hairy you tennis zip ball. Zip it all down. What are we talking about? Um, Captain Marvel. <laughs> uh, so uh, Billy Batson is Billy Batson. Billy Batson. Um, initially in uh, belonged to a company called Fawcett Comics mm. and made his debut in 1939. That's so long ago. Yeah, CC Parker was the creator and Bill no, C.C. Evans and Bill Parker. Sorry, mm. C.C. Evans and Bill Parker were the two creators that came up with them. And he's he's when I think of the parodies that make fun of superheroes, you know, as good, wholesome, clean things. And you see yeah. them parodied a lot now in the kind of thing that Alan Moore would love to deconstruct. Yeah. He'd love to have one of those characters murdered horribly well, or doesn't possibly Alan, raped. Yeah, doesn't Alan Moore's character Tom Strong look a little bit like... Yeah, uh, Captain he, it, he's not unlike Captain America. It's a big chisel jawline, mm-hmm. the jerry curl of hair. Not it's, jerry curls, I know. <laughs> wow. Cowslick? 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 Yeah, it's it's the it's the little curl the, of hair at the, the front Superman of the head. Curl. Yeah, yeah, in the fringe. Um and big bright colours, garish, like the, the colour palette for Captain Marvel Fawcett Comics edition is yellow and red. Mm-hmm. Um and he was very popular. He he was part of the the, Mar- the Marvel family, and he was Captain Marvel. And the Marvel family is unusual, obviously, because there's another company called Marvel. Ah, and they there wasn't their, then, though, Ben. There wasn't then. No, Fawcett Comics was one of the originals. Way, way back in time, before the big two emerged, DC mm-hmm. and Marvel, there were lots of different comics. There well, were the, timely comics. Mm-hmm. There were uh, astonishing comics. There were detective comics before there were DC comics. Mm-hmm. Um, there were action comics. I think, detect- I think they were national comics weren't they yeah national comics uh, and Fawcett comics was one of those companies here's the thing ben they call that period of comics the golden age of comic books i had a read of some of them holy fuck they're fucking terrible they're terrible <laughs> i think the people that call it the golden age just like all the bright colors and kind of well, when all I these mean, heroes were introduced it is the golden age of comic in so much as the creativity was there and but they were yeah. just they were just thrown so many ideas out and every, some of them were bound to stick it was like the pasta method for testing your pasta if you fling pasta at the wall and it sticks you got you got something ben i am a fan of warhammer as you know yes you are and the 80s were that for Warhammer if you go back to the 80s Warhammer it's objectively not good stuff but there's so many <laughs> little nuggets of great ideas yeah the, that the get expanded on. that grew you know when the true golden age of comics is Ben now now is the true age of golden comics absolutely um, golden age of comics is, is right now we have representation at an all time high we don't have any weird racial stereotyping uh, um, not, not none there's still some yeah. Okay. Fair. You know, we still have a couple of issues, but we don't have, have any. Seen the comic, have you ever seen the comics character Banshee? Oh God, <laughs> that doesn't count when you racially stereotype did, did, white just, people. It doesn't. Let's make it through the rest of the day without anyway, talking about racial stereotypes. Anyway, sorry, sorry. Less of the racial stereotypes. Speaking of racial stereotypes, <laughs> um, no. Um, so Fawcett Comics was a whole thing, um, and Billy Batson was Billy Batson was given powers by the Wizard Shazam. So yeah. Shazam was originally the name of the wizard. 
Um, and this will give you a rough idea. I've said the word wizard three times when describing this character. This is how wholesome he is. He's mm-hmm. a good, pure-hearted kid. He's chosen to be the champion of the powers of Shazam. Here's the thing, Ben. Um, I read the first issue. He's not a good, cold-hearted kid. He's just kind of a kid who comes along. He lives in the subway and stuff. The 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 good-hearted thing seems a slight retcon. Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. Okay, yeah, you got right. me. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. So he was in a subway. That subway comes along later on. It's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, love an old subway thing. Ever since the Matrix, I love an old subway going strange places. Yeah, or it's Crazy Jane. Or Crazy Jane. Oh, Crazy Jane. Ben, what a woman. Focus up. Focus up. What a woman. Focus up. Ben. Sixty-three different personalities. One woman. The fun you could have. Huh? Ben, stop it. What a woman. Ben, focus up. Come if on. You are Crazy Jane. <laughs> would like to get in touch with. The... No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm seriously not. Actually, if she wants to. Get ben, <laughs> focus up. Um, anyway, as I was saying, he's given powers. Shazam is actually an acronym. Yeah. Um, Shazam is I've forgotten the first one. The wisdom of Solomon. The wisdom of Solomon. The strength of Hercules. Yeah. Um, the you see, this is where it gets unusual because Atlas is the A in Shazam. Yeah. And he's just strong. That's that's what he is. Well, no, from from Atlas Ben, he gets his invulnerability, his endurance. Does he not get that from Achilles? No. What does from he get from Achilles? A, from Achilles, he gets a heel. <laughs> uh, Z is for Zeus and M is uh, wait, for Mercury. Get back there. Say Z. Say Z now. Z, Z is for Zeus. Yeah. Z is for Zeus. Yes. Uh, the other A is for Achilles yeah. and M is for Mercury. Mick. Yeah, Mick. Uh, Mick. Yeah, it's the it's speed of Mick. Mick. Yeah. Uh, the speed of Mick. Um... And look, he gets his speed from Mercury. He gets his invulnerability from Achilles. It has to be no, that way. it's not. He gets the might of Zeus. No, um, he gets the lightning from he Zeus. He gets the Atlas of strength Atlas. of Hercules. <laughs> he gets the shoulders of Atlas for aesthetics. <laughs> he gets the strength of Hercules. <laughs> he gets the wisdom of oh, Solomon. Aesthetics. Which does... <laughs> it's one of my favorite words. Millennials and the word aesthetics. It's just it's brilliant. <laughs> I see a lot of YouTube videos where Americans use aesthetic as an adjective. It comes from Ziz. What's Ziz? It comes from Ziz, the steroid-pumped uh, icon of mid-2000s bodybuilding. Really? And he would say that looks very aesthetic. He would, yeah, he places an emphasis on aesthetic. That's what his Things whole looking thing aesthetic. was, to refine your aesthetic. So he didn't care about functional strength at all. No, a lot of bodybuilders don't care, but that's not what I'm saying. You're still using aesthetic as an adjective. Oh, did I use it as an adjective? Well, that's what... But I said for his aesthetic. No, sorry, that's a noun. Yeah, that's a noun. Is that okay? But no, the the, the millennials uh, YouTube videos, they use it as an adjective. They uh, say, I really like it's this. Very it's aesthetic. very aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. And it bothers me a lot. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Why? Um, <laughs> sorry, going back to where we were. I told you we were hungry. It's quite, <laughs> it's quite unusual to see the wisdom of Solomon. The wisdom of Solomon is always the one that gets me. It's a bit religious. He's, he's quite... Well, there, there's a lot of that that's quite... Um, religious and coming back to the the wizard Shazam mm-hmm. he lives in the Rock of Eternity the Rock of Eternity is the house of all magic in the DC universe that mm. that comes um, as a result of a lot of retconning as well um, Billy Batson and Shazam have a lot of retconning in yeah. their history it's very hard to keep track of the history of Shazam um, but the Rock of Eternity houses the seven deadly sins of man um, in the initial run which is exceptionally religious um, that's uh, later retconned to the seven weaknesses of man uh, greed, envy, uh, sloth, all those things. It's just sins by another name, Michael. Um, and that's very unusual to see. But anyway, he gets his powers. 
Um, he goes around saving the day. He's magic-based. So he's a magic-based Superman. That's what he is. He's a perfect counterpart for Superman, except he's not an alien. He's a... <laughs> he's a... Um, <laughs> magically-powered fella. Why are you giving him Because you said alien. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So I like that word. Um, he's a magically-powered fella. Like I said, very convoluted history. He ran until about 1940... Sorry, 1955. Mm. And then... He was acquired um, from from Achilles. He got indomitable will. Oh, for fuck's sake! That's shite. Um, anyway, moving back to where it was, right. he was kind of um, packaged away and sent away. He was acquired by DC, and DC did now streamlining of what they got from from Fawcett Comics, and he disappeared. You simplified that a bit there, Ben, because he wasn't really packaged away so much as DC launched a, a lawsuit against him well, yeah, for infringing on Superman. Yeah. And they kind of won, but kind of didn't win. It was National Comics <laughs> at the time, I think, that... Anyway, sorry. That. Pardon my sneeze. Yeah. Um, so he kind of he got put on the back burner. Yeah. And then DC rented him, essentially. Really? Mm. Ah, I didn't know that. And then bought him, yeah. finally. How interesting. Yeah, so he only came back in the 70s. Yeah, he came back in the 70s. And but Ben, what had happened in the meantime? What do you mean, what had happened in the meantime? The, what, what had Marvel done? Oh, Marvel had only gone and created their bloody Captain Marvel, and they thought it was fine and howdy-doody-dandy, because he was bloody gone. He was he was not... Uh, mm. Billy Batson wasn't. And then we got uh, the, the male Captain Marvel of of the Marvel Universe, Marvel. Yeah, Ben, I read some of those comics. Played by mm. a woman in uh, in the, the Captain Marvel film. Yeah, Ben, I read some of those comics. Not good. Is it Jim Starlin? Is it kind of. It, it, the problem is, it, it was so very obviously thrown together to get the name. Yeah, just to lock uh, that shit down. Yeah, because in the first few issues, he's just a normal Cree man in a spacesuit. He's kind of like Yon Rog from the film Marvel, Captain Marvel. That's why we all thought it was going to be him. Yeah, so he's just a normal man with a gun. And, yeah. you know, he has no powers above and beyond what his super suit gives him and the fact that he's a Cree. So he's a bit strong and a he's bit got, fast. He's got an L leg up. And he's in that hor- horrific green costume yeah, with the with the kind of jupiter thing on the front of yeah, it. It's, it's not, not good. It's not good. It's yeah. not a good comic. People not didn't like comic. it. So people didn't like it. So they said, right, well, fuck this. So let's make him a bit more like Captain Marvel. Yeah. Like there's, there's like, okay, we have to make. So it's they sent him boost. off. He gets a huge boost. Too much of a boost. A power boost. And he becomes kind of a Marvel like a, a DC level Marvel character he can teleport instantly anywhere in the universe and he bollocks. can fly around the place leaving sparkly trails bollocks. and stuff he gets a new costume and then they go oh he's not quite enough like Marvel like Captain Marvel let's borrow the whole idea of two people sharing a character oh. so right so you have Billy Batson Billy Batson and he says Shazam and he becomes Shazam Yeah. so they said we, well, let's take that and use that idea as well. So so Captain Marvel gets banished to do you know this? No, I don't. Captain Marvel I'm gets quite banished. Enjoying this. He gets banished to the negative zone. Right? That's a Superman thing. No, that's the that's Phantom Zone. Phantom Zone. But it's the gets, same thing. He gets banished to the negative zone. Is that the Fantastic tricked. Four thing? Yeah, yeah. The negative universe. And the only way he can escape out of the negative zone is by finding these pair of linked nega bands. Is that what's oh, look. I love an old Negaband. Right? And then he bangs the Negabands together. Or whoever <laughs> whoever's in the positive universe bangs the Negabands together. 
and then swaps places in the negative universe and the positive universe. Okay. And who finds the negaband, Ben? Only Rick Jones. Rick Jones? Superhero's eternal sidekick. Eternal sidekick. (laughs) Poor guy. So Rick Jones gets them. And then Rick Jones and Captain Marvel have a Billy Batson, Captain Marvel-esque relationship. It's stupid. Well, the thing about Captain Marvel and Billy Batson is you're never really entirely sure of their different people. They're not. It's supposed. To, well, this again is retconning. Yeah. Um, in the initial run, I think he's just a champion of Shazam, and he kind of knows what he's at. Mm. But he's later retconned to be just an older Billy Batson. This is where I find it interesting with regards to. Sorry, this is a tiny segue. We'll no, come go back on. to no, we don't the other have Captain Marvel. Uh, the wisdom there, of Solomon is very rarely represented in any iteration of Billy Batson yeah, post nineteen nineties. He's a child mm-hmm. in a, and it makes for a much more interesting character. One of my favorite depictions of Captain or of sorry Shazam well, Billy Batson. Uh, we let's call him Captain Marvel. Well, they've stopped using it, so we may as well just call him Billy Batson. Okay. Um, but one of my favorite depictions of that is in Young Justice, the, the cartoon series, where. He is Billy Batson, but he's going through puberty. And when they're partnering up teams in the Justice League, because he's such a heavy hitter, he's in the Justice League. Yeah, because he's Superman level. And Batman is giving out partners for assignments. And Power Girl hasn't been picked. He goes, I'll go with Power Girl. I'll go. (laughs) I'll go. And she's like, oh, okay. And she thinks it's perfectly fine. And then she realizes, Batman knows that he's only a kid. He's Uh figured all this out, but he needs that heavy hitter on the team. Um, He's one of the few characters that goes toe-to-toe with Superman on a regular basis. Mm. And comes out on top because Superman's one true vulnerability is not kryptonite for the most part it's magic it is also kryptonite doesn't do well with an L magic although I don't like that about Superman he when that weakness was come up with it was that he had no specific vulnerability to magic and over time it has sorry he had no specific defense to magic yeah and over time it's become like let's say if you summon magical lightning and it hits Superman it's still just lightning no, it was magic lightning, Mick. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> anyway, um, but you get it. Yeah, I get your. I, I see your see point. It's it still has to be a natural force that he should be able to withstand. Yeah, no exactly. Bother. You can just find yeah. the lightning. So yeah. anyway, or if like if you make a magical sword, but it's, at the end of the day, it's just a sword. Why is that going to cut him? Because magic sword. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> They're um, McGuffining you. There's Michael. a couple of speaking of the whole. Are, is Billy Batson Billy Batson or not? Did you Billy read? Batson. <laughs> I think you're overdoing it a little bit. Probably. Did you read uh, seminal comic book Kingdom Come? Seminal comic book. Seminal. <laughs> uh, of course I did. Uh, Alex Ross's bloody oh, magnum man. opus. Alex Ross. Butters my biscuit something fierce. Does he? Um, I like I that have... he's a bald old man in a suit. And he does very well mm-hmm. um, as a bald man in a suit. One of the first big comic book purchases that I ever made was the art of Alex Ross. Oh. I was given a gift voucher to Eason's. Eason. Eason, sorry. Eason. Yeah. Um, and I went to one of their locations mm-hmm. um, and I purchased, I went to the comic book section and I found this thing and I fell in love with the art and I purchased that. So it's Alex very Ross good. A, I liked his series Marvels. Yeah, he's very good at a, at, at a... He loves a mythic version of a hero. Mm. Um, and he, he builds us up. But Kingdom Come is, is probably the least edgy, most successful deconstruction of what it is to be a hero, to my mind, from that 90s ream of deconstruction era stuff. Your Watchmen, your... What happened in the Marvel one? There was one in the Marvel one as well. I can't remember what it was. I think it might have been the Night series launching at one point. They kind of made a bunch of anti-heroes and stuff like that. But anyway, we were experimenting with this field of our heroes really all they're cracked up to be. What would it like to be a real hero? And he came along with Kingdom Come, which is an alternate dimension version of the DC Universe. Um, one of their Elseworld series. 
It's beautifully illustrated, stunningly put together, um, and basically the bad guys win. I think Mark Miller read this in the early 90s and just went, oh, I'll just do that from now on. Ben, we're talking about Captain Marvel. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. gone off onto anyway, an ad. Um, an ad for the sorry. book Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come is great. Um, great representation of uh, Shazam. Yeah, Billy Batson. Billy Batson. Um, he is Lex Luthor's right-hand man. Yes, but it's Billy Batson. But it's Billy Batson all along. But he looks like Shazam. Because, because he grew into him. Exactly. Because in that universe, Shazam looks like what Billy Batson would grow up into. I think that's what he grows up into in, in most incarnations that they tinker around with. Did you read the Dark Knight version of him? He's very strange in that. In the Dark Knight version, Billy Batson is dead. Oh. But Captain Marvel is still alive. Oh. So if he ever summons his lightning again, that ceases to of exist. Captain Marvel. Mm. That's weird. Because they're separate entities. That's an that's a far more interesting concept. Mm. Oh, I think I prefer that one. So yeah, the whole se- are they separate entities or are they the same entity is one of the interesting things. So they Depends did the this, writer. They did the same with Marvel's Captain Marvel, except yeah. it was boring and nobody it liked boring, it. Nobody cared. <laughs> yeah. So Billy Batson Captain Marvel was brought back in the seventies, mm. um, and this is where Silva- Doctor Silvana, um, he's played by Mark Strong in the film, came came in. It turns out that he had somehow managed to capture the Marvel family. Mm-hmm. And keep them in a stasis bubble, the suspendosphere. Um, and it thawed enough when they get in too close to the sun because his weird Sylvana family are a bunch of pups and he Sylvanian got by his own son. It, it, it is Sylvanian families. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Sylvanian families got the idea from reading 1977's Captain Marvel reboot. I think the Sylvanian families predates that, but anyway, go on. No, I'm joking. Um, it's only a ruse, Michael. Um, and so they thaw out, and then the Marvel family are back. Um, in DC and DC kind of introduced them as as a whole a whole thing um, he's a like I said he's gone through many iterations I think the biggest problem that people have is he's a real boy scout I mean everybody calls Superman the boy scout of comics mm-hmm. nothing compared to this guy this guy is just a kid with very straight down the line morals mm-hmm. um, and that's that's how it works until yeah. Jeff Johns got his hands on him for the New 52 reboot. Ooh. And he tried to make him edgy. Um, and it looks like most of the inspiration for the movie Shazam mm-hmm. has been taken from this New 52 reboot. Yeah, but not too edgy. A like he is a, No, he's, he's a, still a kid. He's an orphan teen and yeah. he wants to get a beer. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty normal. But in the, the Jeff Johns reboot, mm-hmm. um, he is a foster kid that mm-hmm. bounces around from house to house. He uh, is he doesn't like bullies. That's the kind of character line like that we have for that one. And um, the wizard Shazam has been searching for a pure soul forever mm. and has never found one. The only one he found was Black Adam. Until, yeah, and that turned out to be a real bad decision. Yeah. Um, until Billy Batson... <laughs> Had a conversation with him and uh, said that you're never going to find that. That's a, it's a huge mistake. It's amazing that no one ever had that conversation with him before, but there you go. And so he is given the powers of Shazam. Um, there's been a lot of retconning going on in the New 52 reboot. Uh, the wizard is now black. He is traditionally... Oh, really? uh, the, He is traditionally 
represented as a very godlike classic kind of wizard. classic god classic like big long beard Odin, yeah Gandalf yeah. the White uh, but anyway they scrapped that he's actually quite interestingly he's far more aboriginal in the reboot so he's like one mm. of the the oldest the oldest tribes on earth he, he's he's one of those people he comes from the fictional DC nation of Kandak he's mm. one of the elders of that tribe oh, like and Black he, Adam. he was the holder of lightning um, and there were several uh, eternals or mm. uh, they're kind of like centuries of the eternals so interestingly enough Angelina come back Jolie. to the eternals no she's not in this one but anyway the rest of them die out so he's forced to find an emissary to uphold and stop evil from taking over the world um, and it looks like they've kept that which it did you can say Digimon his name Hansu. for me Digimon Hansu thank you Um he it looks like they've kept that representation very well. Um, ancient Benjamin, old wizard, yeah. Talking to your mic, you're talking past it. Am I talking past it? Benjamin, Sorry. I've done you a huge favour. Yeah. Because did you know, Benjamin, in the 70s, Shazam had a TV show. Oh, fuck. And I've done you the huge favour of watching a lot of it. Thanks. It wasn't good. It probably wasn't. <laughs> uh, it's a kid's show. Oh. It was made by Filmation, who oh. you might remember from making uh, the Ghostbusters animated series. Oh. And, but it's live action. Oh, and like every classic seventies TV show, it starts in media res, in the middle of events. Bit. Dun, 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 dun. So the, the pilot episode isn't an origin story. There is no origin story. Excellent. The origin story is told in the opening credits. Yeah. Billy Batson was given the power of the seven. There is no the wizard Shazam. The Billy Batson of the Council of the the Seven Elders. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's yeah. Solomon and Hercules. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he only ever talks to them in the in the form of an animated scene. They're animated. Oh. They're a cartoon, but they're a still image. Only the mouths move. <laughs> so he and he gets summoned before them with this kind of weird computer that goes seventies computer noises. Beep doop boop beep doop, and he's like, "Oh, the elders are summoning me." And then he goes For and talks to them. So anyway, Billy Batson is a kid, right? Billy Batson. Yes, very good. And he travels around America, <laughs> that America, that America, in what the Americans would call an RV or a Winnebago, what I believe we would call a motorhome. Or a caravan. Sad. <laughs> um, and he travels around with his friend. Look, I'm going to pronounce it once the way they pronounce it, and then I'm going to pronounce it the right way. He travels around America with his friend Mentor. As in Mentor. Mentor, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's an older gentleman who might be a bit of a wizard. From the Odyssey. Like, he might turn out to is, be... Is yeah, it Mentor from the Odyssey? He might turn out to be... But he introduces him and he says, this is my friend Mentor. And no one says, that's, uh, that's, that's a, a weird name. Weird name for, <laughs> for a man. What are you doing in that motor van with that kid? <laughs> Does anyone check this kid's credential? Like, are we okay? Do you want right. to talk? <laughs> so they travel around America, basically looking for things to butt into. And oh, ev- it's like Scooby Doo and the gang without a, a dog, little, or yeah, a little bit sixty hijinks. Yeah, but ev- but just before they butt into something, they get summoned by the bibbidi boop machine. And it goes bibbidi bibbidi boop bibbidi boop bibbidi boop, and then Mentor says, "I think the elders are summoning you, Billy." And Billy goes, "Oh, that's right, Mentor. I'll go and talk to them now." The fucking <laughs> so he goes right and the, me- the 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 elders who are just still drawings remember with me- me- movie mouths uh, movie mouths <laughs> and they say something like Billy soon you may meet a woman who is doing something for the wrong reasons woman <laughs> and you should help her and then he goes okay I'll try and then it cuts back and every time he says to <laughs> he says to mentor 
What did Solomon mean when he said I might meet a woman who's doing something for the wrong reason? Well, Billy. Yeah, and then, yeah. Solo- and then the mentor says, well, Billy, I could tell you, but then I'd have to fuck you. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. I could tell you, but that, I think the elders want you to figure that for yourself. Oh, God. So then you'll notice, Ben, I haven't said he turns into Shazam at any stage. So they go and they meet these people. The first ish, the first episode, Ben, is about a teen who is being peer pressured into joyriding and stealing cars with his mates. That son of a bitch. Right. And then Billy Batson says, hey, don't do that, you son of a bitch. And then they do it and the, the car goes off a cliff. Sure, and look, it's then, a classic. Yeah. And then, Ben, he has to turn into Shazam. So he says Shazam and he becomes Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel's very famous in the universe. When everyone oh, sees him, they say, sake. when everyone sees him, they say, oh my God, it's Captain Marvel. He's coming. Don't watch out for him. And then he, he rescues them and so on. And he pulls them off the cliff. Yeah, yeah. And then, at the end of the episode, Captain Marvel teaches comes on screen and teaches us the lesson the says, more you know yeah he's like Ding. this week we learned that you should always be true to yourself and don't follow pressure of people who don't have your best interest at unless heart. you're a dirty child molesting mentor and they never say like he just goes he drives around america like offering teens a lift and they never cover the most important lesson, which is don't get into that motor van with that old man and that teen. I said, there's a couple of lads in America in the 70s that pulled that one off successfully. <laughs> hey, you want to save America? Yeah, get in the motor van. Get in know. the motor van. Uh, save. Oh, what a it's, grim end to an episode. It's not very good, Ben, the I'd series. It's awful. Um, the worst thing about it is it's 70s TV, so it looks like it was filmed through a potato. It probably was. Um, new potato lenses from Technicolor. Oh, very, very interesting, very weird. Weird stuff. series. Issues three and four is a, a two episode cliffhanger. <laughs> I've choked on my own bile. <laughs> it's a two episode cliffhanger uh, about drug dealing. Oh, what a classic. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. and But what, anyway, where was I going? In, I don't know. In <laughs> this series, yeah. they, they seem to be separate entities. Okay. And Billy Batson is very specifically not allowed summon forth. Shazam, Captain Marvel. When he's called Captain in the Mar- room because Mentor doesn't want to get pummeled. Stop fucking the kid, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, he he can't summon him forth unless it's dire need. So they're they're always uh, like the car breaks down and they have to go to a nearby gas station. That's what the oh. Americans call a petrol station. And Billy <laughs> and, and Mentor says. Um, wouldn't it be useful if we could summon Captain Marvel and lightning flashes in the sky and they say we know we can only do it when we absolutely have to and that's the thing that's how he it's, keeps himself uh, safe and not I, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it to be honest yeah, I stay away from that uh, it's, uh, it's, that sounds it, awful it's not one of the better uh, ones <laughs> that sounds awful so yeah that's uh, look we'll see it next week Michael, yeah. and, Benjamin uh, we'll we've done review. we've done a very misogynist thing here we haven't talked about either of the lady Captain Marvels well, we've talked about Captain Marvel before oh you mean in in, in Marvel or in well we didn't talk about Mer- we, we didn't, didn't talk, talk about, about Mary Marvel. Marvel yeah Mary Marvel Mary Marvel not Miss Mary Marvel Marvel who got sexy for a while if you remember yeah she wore a black cheerleader outfit mm. for a while yeah, yeah she turned evil thing. yeah yeah we didn't get around to black adam no 
Or yeah. Dr. Sylvana. No, we didn't or Mr. Get, Mind. We didn't get around to Miss Marvel or, or the second Captain Marvel. Or Mr. Uh, Tommy Ton. Ma- Monica Rambeau. No, we didn't get around to any of it. No. Yeah. So look, we failed. Monica Rambeau, Ben, just while we're very quickly on the topic, uh, she is in the series, the current series, Mar- uh, Marvel's Avengers No Road Home. And they're really developing her as a character. It looks like they might be no. setting her up for part four of Marvel Cinematic the Universe. The only box that was not being ticked there was a strong black female lead. Jesus, Ding. Ben. <laughs> no, Remember, the, we made a deal oh, earlier sorry. to not bring race into it again. Sorry, <laughs> um, sorry guys. Yeah. Um, but in the comic books, there is no history between her and Carl Danvers. They're not connected in any way. She gets her no. she gets her powers in a totally unrelated accident. She's a, she's a super vampire killer, isn't she? She's got a sun power of some Well, she can, she can turn into any form of electromagnetic radiation. Yeah, that'll be and it. And sunlight then. is one form of electromagnetic well, radiation. Be it, so. She's very powerful. Yeah, she And is, immortal. Yeah. Oh, sure, look. So you could almost call her an eternal, if you will. Oh! See what they're saying, Ben? Do you know what I'm zoom, saying? Zoom, zoom, zoom. So what do we learn, guys? It's okay to misrepresent genders and ignore women. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not the message of today's podcast. Uh, we will get around to talking about Monica Rambo. Don't, don't get into day. a van. <laughs> don't get into a van with a bloody lad who tells you he's going to help you save America. Yeah. And certainly don't believe him when he says, yeah, don't, don't summon that superhero powerhouse unless you absolutely have to, Billy. Okay? Don't do it. You're bad, right? He's a real bad bloke. That mentor is a bad bloke. Contact your congressman to get him taken off the road in that RV today. Um, He'll be dead now. Hopefully. Dirty bastard. (laughs) (laughs) That's it from us. Wrap us up there, Ben. Uh, (laughs) As always, lads, we are on Instagram. We are on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. We're really anywhere where social media anywhere might be Anywhere where housed. social media and podcast. Um, Look, Ben, at this stage, people are probably best off just Googling us. Yeah, we are, we are actually the top result. Woohoo! Yay. Um, but only if you search specifically Michael and Benjamin's podcast. No. Um, so check us out. Uh, get, let us know what you think of Shazam. Who's your, who's your favorite Captain Marvels? Who's, who's your favorite uh, pop culture mom here yeah. on Mother's Day? Happy yeah. day to all the mothers. Although it was yesterday when you were listening to this, so... Hope you had a good one. Hope, hope you had a good one. Hope your children didn't ignore you. A ring-a-ding-ding. And if they did, that's life. Children are shite, aren't they? Uh, that's it from us. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs>